Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday, and yes, it is the three amigos, and I've just created a topic that I haven't even thought about. So, of course, I'm going to ask Matt Dion to answer first, which gives me time to think about it. Uh, so how you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Super excited to be here for number three. The other two are quite fun and a lot of data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dion, a lot of a lot of inside baseball there too. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that we talked about that was like Sunset. what we're going through in our market, what we're seeing from agents and wholesalers, and definitely a good watch. Absolutely. And Dan, how are you? Howdy. I'm doing great. Ready for round three, and I like surprise topics. Awesome. Well, then you get to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So uh, what I want to do about here, and again, I have not thought about this at all, is you, all three of us, we have our opinions on what's happening today. We, we, we have views of the future. And I just want to ask what kind of surprises could happen that would just totally blow up uh, your expectations, positive or negative, uh, you know, going forward. So uh, what's one surprise? And we'll just do one at a time. Maybe we'll go around two or three times. Well, I, I want to say surprise, but it's what I expect. Okay. I expect rates to go up a lot. Define a lot. Another point and a half. And we're talking 30-year mortgage? 50, you know, with, within four months. So, what, so for people watching this, what will the 30-year rate on a mortgage be, you think? Over 6%. In four months? In four months. And I don't think it's going to have the impact that people expect. Ooh. I think prices will continue to go up transactions will go down. You're 100% right on that. But when the prices continue to go up and people realize that that's not going to impact inflation the way they expected, we'll see rates come down. That's the surprise. So let me repeat that. So rates are going to shoot up faster than anyone expects, including myself, will be at 6% by, let's call it October. Uh, then prices continue to rage, and then you think rates go down? Just- when, when they realize that increased Interest rates mm-hmm. don't make prices come down. Okay. Then they'll lower rates. Then they're going to lower it because they're going to say first time home buyers have been priced out. That's who we're trying to help. So we need to lower rates to get them back into the game. Okay. All right. That would be a surprise. Okay. Very cool. And Matt, what's your first one? So this is also one that I expect, oh, but hope okay. doesn't happen. Okay. I think the twist on Dion's, he's almost all right. <laughs> So what will happen is exactly what he said, which is rates are going to continue to go up. I think that they are going to be, I mean, I've been calling it since the dawn of time, since January, January 1st, we were talking about it. It's absolutely going to be fours by June, if not higher. And by the end of the year, we're talking a five handle. And then by 20 in 23, a six for sure. Okay. Now it might be faster. That being said, I think Dion's dead on with rates will continue to rise. I don't know the velocity by which they will continue to rise, but what I do believe will happen is they're then not going to lower them because they're having trouble getting first-time home buyers. They're going to give first-time home buyers the sexiest of sexiest programs. It's going to be disgusting. You're going to wish that you hadn't bought before. 
because it's going to be something completely gross. It's going to be like, if you haven't bought anything in three years, you're a first time home buyer. Okay, whatever. That's not really true, but that's their rule. Then the next rule is going to be, we are going to completely fund your down payment and your closing costs. Mm. We're going to fund that for you. We're going to give you a 40 year mortgage because we really need you in that house so badly. And the only thing that you're going to have to do is qualify with like above a 640. Mm. Like it's going to be a bad, bad loan program for the country. It will be bad for a lot of those people that sign on to it because they want the American dream of owning a home. But that's what I believe will happen. I believe that they will create this unbelievably disgusting program that will put people in homes that they shouldn't be in by any stretch, but they're not going to do something nasty that it's like a two and 28 where it's in two years it resets. They're going to do something that's going to be more like a 723 or a 10 or a 1030. Okay. All right. Wow. I kind of had some PTSD there for a minute. Uh, so my first surprise um, is actually in multifamily. And I brought this up with Jonathan today. The video posts, I think it posts tomorrow. Um, I actually think national rent on apartments is going to be negative. Probably not, not this year, maybe not next year, but 2024. I think there's too much building. Uh, I think we have... Um, I think the economy is far weaker. I still remember my parents deciding whether to pay the mortgage slash rent or food. Let me just promise you food always wins Um, because eviction, you know, takes time. You can buy basically, Oh, great. We don't pay the mortgage. We're going to live here for free for 10 months. That's a real thing. Strategic defaults is a real thing. I think the economy is far weaker. I think a lot of this rent growth, like Tampa, like 30%, up, I talked about this morning, New York, 28%. I think there's a lot of rent growth that's not uh, not good. So I think, I think I told Jonathan that I thought multifamily was operating today like they had a royal flush, like they couldn't do anything, like nothing could beat them. Cheap rates, rising rents, all of these things. And I'm like, dude, you're going to have a 2-7 and 2-7 offsuit in like three years, which is the worst starting hand in poker. And um I, I really think there's going to be a lot of wealth destruction uh, in two to five years in, in multifamily. Not houses so much, because again, there's the supply problem is just not there. But yeah, multi, my biggest surprise is I actually see negative rent growth in apartments. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think, I think there could be a royal flush, just a different version. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, it's, I, I think it's going to get nasty. I think the other piece to that too is, I think a lot of those places go boom. I think that, I think that Wall Street knows that. Mm. They're keeping trillions dry to Mm. be able to literally buy up portfolios. I don't hope that it happens to Grant Cardone. I don't, I I think he's funny. I think think he's fun, he's entertaining, but he's closing in on like 7 billion worth of real estate. Mm -hmm. Why would you work something out with him when you have, uh, Wall Street there and going, yeah, we'll buy the portfolio, we'll buy it at this fraction of price and he can't create that money. So then that's something that ends up selling in a big chunk. So I, 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 definitely, I definitely see that coming. And then that puts pressure on the other, you know, I mean, quality of product and all that stuff 
changes greatly. And they'll remember when the government didn't own it mm-hmm. and there was a better operator in there. That's a lot of times what kills those places is everyone stops going because the operator is no longer the operator and the place is now junk and not, not nothing maintained. And, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pool full of, uh, you know, pee and band-aids. Yeah. You know? Exactly. All right, Dion, we'll do one more. So the next big surprise is one that I think would be a surprise, but it's possible. We have an administration that's pushing for things like taxing unrealized capital gains. Yes. And then everybody freaks out and says, why would we do that? Well, wait till you meet property taxes. I think we're going to see an administration that pushes for nationwide rent control. I think that's going to be the thing that, that, that could be a surprise that yeah. I don't know that it would affect single family. And it's definitely not going to impact probably house hacking, Mm -hmm. but it could hit small multifamily and it's definitely going to hit, I think, apartments. Absolutely. Yeah. That would, um, that would be a surprise, but yeah, it would not be a shocking one. I think, I think that's a pretty good one. All right, Matt, what about you? Thank God. I just went shopping for pitchforks. Yeah, that, that would be, so we, we have seen rent control and we've seen it in States around me. Um, and so I think that, um, I, I love that one from Deanna. I hope he's so wrong. <laughs> I, I, I hope, but yeah, always scared. I think the, I think the other big thing that we will see is I think we are going to see an absolute, uh, do I want to call it a crash? It's between a correction and a crash mm-hmm. for, um, uh, for commodities that go into homes. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think there's going to be a major adjustment there. There's already been some major adjustments. I saw my lumber bill for the last buy that we had. Mm-hmm. We used to two years ago, we paid 248 for a two by eight by eight mm-hmm. stud. Yep. Um, on my last order 90 days ago, it was that same uh, stud that was $2.48 was $9.70. And I think that we're starting to see the lumber price per thousand drastically correct because I think a lot of builders out there are just saying whipsaw effect. I don't need 17 truckloads of lumber sitting on site anymore. I've got enough to do the next 10 or 12. What I really need is I need more cash. So I'm going to let that stuff sit there for a bit. I'm not going to buy any for a little while. So I think there's going to be a significant correction in lumber. Um, I think when that significant correction, become, you know, happens, well, now you're not talking about ten dollars studs that used to cost two fifty anymore. I think you're probably talking about four dollars studs, three fifty four. Okay. Um, and so what I think that that ends up happening is is that that's going to that piece right there will actually spurn some growth from you know guys kind of our size, mm-hmm. where we'll actually do rehabs and things like that for stuff that really makes sense. And uh, yeah, so I see that I see the cost of. Um, additions. I see the cost of rehabs. I see our costs going down significantly in the next, you know, kind of probably June time, June to June. So probably the next, you know, 15 months. So my next one, and we'll do one more round. So if you guys want to think about your last one, uh, <laughs> my second one is I believe I will get 30 year money on an, on a residential loan next year. It will have a seven on it. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be a great deal. It'll produce the kind of yield I want, but I suspect sometime in 2023, uh, I will only be able to get 30 year money with something with a seven on it. Yeah. That would suck. <laughs> I mean, it would suck and be awesome all at the same time, like we've talked about, you know, because it's just like if you're at seven, then 
you know, Joe Blow is that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's what gets yeah. price deterioration. That's right. where you that's Maybe. where you get that you know ten to 15, ten to twenty percent drop. Yeah. Again, uh, and just so everybody realizes, uh, I've done loans with sevens on them before. In fact, I think six of my first eight had sevens on them. Did one with a 10 on it. Yeah. Not hard money. Not hard. Yeah. All right. Dion, one more. I think, I think the strength of the cash buyer is going to have a big impact and people are going to be looking for create people are going to look for creative ways to have cash. So creative, hard money, uh, not financing as much. They talked about this on bigger pockets the other day where as interest rates go up, you want to leverage less. Mm -hmm. A larger down payment makes more sense. So I think that's going to be the shift that we see is more cash buyers. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that that's more attractive to the sellers as, as far as like offering more or, or, or whatever. I think certainty of close is what's important. Certainty of close, right. I th so I think most investors are going to try to figure out ways to not play with so much leverage. Okay. I like that. Final one, Matt? I would say my final one is <clears throat> um, I am going to get worse tenants, I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to get worse tenants. Oh, crap. <laughs> Been there. Been there. Yeah, like right. So we use an example of what we talked about. I think it was last week when we talked about the fact that, you know, somebody was like, "Well, you took a six thirty person. What did you expect?" It's like, dude, I had ten people. Six thirty was by far the best. The other ones were in the fives yeah. because they were getting approved for homes. Exactly. And so I think, sadly, with first time home buyer programs, DTIs, 10, 10 and thirties. All of this stuff that's going to happen, I think that that just leads to me getting worse tenants. So my final, speaking. yeah, yeah. So my final ones, um, I think the great myth of the cash buyer blows up. I suspect, I mean, the, when people say cash buyer, people usually think they're writing a check out of their account. Um, I think the Kate, the cash buyer has been greatly exaggerated because of the flexibility in non-QM and other kinds of funding sources. Um, I suspect that we, we see a 50% drop in cash buyers. I think I buyers disappear. I think, I don't think there's a single large I buyer at the end of next year. I think the few that are left are holding on by their fingernails and still losing money. I think they all go away. I think that's been a lot of this. So yeah, I think the cash buyers, I think it's always been fake. Um, I could write a check for a lot of stuff I bought and I still write cash and I still close with a loan. Mm -hmm. um, I think that all goes away. I, I don't think there's as much cash out there. And it's certainly if the economy gets weak, people are going to be less likely to use their cash. So yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun the next, next couple of years. But yeah, I think they cash the all these cash buyers. I think it's a myth. I don't think there's as many as many people think. So very cool. So Dion, how can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And my live streams are Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. Awesome. And Matt? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube, on Instagram, and 1130 a.m. Eastern Time live streams. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Sunday. <laughs>